Welcome to the Healing Intuitively podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Amrine, and I am here to guide you through the awakening process. I'm a 23rd dimensional Akashic Record Keeper, Quantum Healer, and Star Channeler. This podcast is designed as a tool for your awakening, activation, and ascension into higher consciousness. We will talk about all things related to consciousness, channeling, star beings, and so much more. Excited to have you here. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Healing Intuitively. This is Shannon, and I am so excited to release this episode for you all today to have you listen to this. So, I am literally recording this introduction right after we finished our dis- our chat because it's so great. I just want to send this out like ASAP for you all to listen to. So I just chatted with Cassie Aurora, and that is who you're going to be hearing from on this episode. She is an astrologer for entrepreneurs, and she is so magical. Like talking with her, I was just seeing all of the magical. Um, effortless, abundant, fairy queen kind of vibes. That's what I was really getting. And um, I had so much fun talking to her. So she helps entrepreneurs with their abundance, with their business. She helps them using her astrology um, and coaching. She is such a powerful soul. She talks about some of her manifestations and she's truly the most powerful manifester I think I've ever talked to. Like she... um, she chats about how she got a house like she manifested the exact house she wanted within like three weeks like it's wild I cannot wait for you all to hear this because um I really think you're going to get a lot from this um she also has her own podcast called the modern goddess so check her out there and I will be on her podcast in a few weeks which is also going to be a lot of fun and she helps teach astrology Uh, to anyone who wants to learn. So I'll include all of her links in the show notes, but she has her own astrology school where you can learn how to connect and read your astrology chart and charts for other people. And um, she has her coaching where she helps you with your business using astrology. So I highly encourage you to check her out. She is beautiful and amazing and such such a vibrant soul. I really had so much fun talking to her and I can't wait to get this episode out for you all to listen to. So without further ado, let's just go ahead and jump into this episode. I truly just want you to hear it, take in all of the stuff we're talking about. If you are familiar with astrology, which I know most people, most of you all are familiar with astrology, you may want to have your chart pulled up like on astro.com because we do talk about a few of the planets and how she um, uses them. Cassie talks about how she looks at the planets within her own work. So you might want to have your chart up so you can look at your own planets and just kind of see what you can learn from what we talk about and what Cassie shares. Um, and if you're not familiar with astrology, then I do have an episode from a few months ago with my, um, my sister Catherine, who is also an astrologer. So you can listen to that. We talk a little bit more about astrology there. Um, and if you, the other thing that we talk about is the houses in astrology. So if you're not super familiar with all of the houses. There are 12 houses in astrology. They correspond to each of the 12 signs. Um, Each house represents a different area of our life. So if you want to know more about that, then that might be something to pull up and just read through or have next to you as you listen to the the podcast because we definitely talk about that. Um, But otherwise, I just want you to go ahead and listen. I really hope you enjoy this episode. And let me know any comments or questions you have um, on Instagram or via my website. So Instagram, you can find me at shannon.amrine or at healingintuitivelypod. Um, website is My website is healingintuitively.com. And for Cassie, you can find her. She said the easiest place to find her is on Instagram, which is I am Cassie Aurora. And from there, you can access all of her links. And then, like I said, her podcast is The Modern Goddess. So that's how you can connect with her as well and let her know what you thought about this episode. All right. Now for real, let's go ahead and listen to this episode. 
All right, hello everybody. I have Cassie with me today, a very special guest. I'm gonna have her introduce herself. So Cassie, welcome to Healing Intuitively. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to have you. Yeah, thank you, Shannon, for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I think it's like morning for you, but um, but yeah, I my name is Cassie. Um, I won't do a big long introduction. I'm sure I have plenty of questions, but I'm primarily an astrologer and coach for entrepreneurs, and I help high-level entrepreneurs essentially create effortless abundance and kind of roadmap their way to success using their astrology chart and really getting alignment with their energy and moving through their trauma and blockages the things that are stopping them getting to that next level so that's kind of what I do um in a nutshell (laughs) that's amazing okay I want to talk about how you started doing that because well, so first off, astrology-wise, you use Western astrology? Um, well, I I have much, so I have had lots of teachers. Okay. So I generally will use the tropical zodiac, like I will use whole sign generally, uh, because I use a lot of Vedic techniques. So I use a lot of like Hellenistic and Vedic techniques. Go do a lot of like do look at the yogas and things and all that sort of stuff. But I am diving a lot into using the constellations and sidereal. So you know what it's like. You, it's like with Reiki or something, you start off doing one form of energy healing. Then before you know it, you've got like seashells out and like you've got the gongs and it's just all kind of blending. So I prefer to use ancient methods. Um, I spent a time using like evolutionary astrology and really got into that. I'm definitely moving more towards ancient um, but I feel like I've got a good blend. So yeah, it's ma- it's mainly Western, the tropical zodiac as we know it. Yeah. Okay. Really cool. I love that you use the blend though, that you use the ancient as well within that, because I've started getting really into, I love the Western, um, the Western astrology. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, that was what I first got into as well, but I've started getting into more of the sidereal and Vedic as well, just understanding yeah. the chart there. And it's like, wow, mind blown. Like I see... I see myself in that so deeply as well. So yeah, what's really interesting? What are your placements like? What is your Western and what's your sidereal? Your big three? Yes, Western. um, I am a Virgo Sun, a Virgo Rising, and an Aries Moon. I'm an Um, Aries Moon too. You are. Oh my God! There are so many people who I've talked to on this podcast who are Aries Moons. (laughs) Yeah. Um. And in Vedic or sidereal, I am a Leo sun, a Pisces moon, and a Virgo rising. Yeah, nice combo. Yeah, what about you? What are your big three? Um, I am a Scorpio ascendant, a Capricorn sun, and a Aries moon. I have my Mars in um, Taurus, though, so I'm very Dorian. And I have a big, fat second house stellium that is huge. And wow. um, I have seven placements in Capricorn, so it's, like, intense. And then I've got, um, in Sidereal, I'm a Libra ascendant, Sagittarius sun, and a Pisces moon, which they both resonate, like, yeah. for different things I always feel like I don't know about you but I always feel like sidereal is like the spiritual stuff I can't explain it and western is very material yes I absolutely agree that's actually how I've been seeing it um explained and that was what that explanation of this the Vedic the sidereal is more of like the spiritual self was what Mm -hmm. helped that resonate for me because um thinking of my sidereal is like oh this is where I, my spirit my spiritual self wants to move into it's like okay now I can get behind like a Leo sun there because I can understand yeah. how that comes into play <laughs> right yeah yeah um oh so interesting so um let's start with how you found astrology how you found all of the things that you do today and then I want to talk more about um how you use it in your work but I want to know about what was your journey to finding astrology? Yeah, so I'll try and do the cliff notes version. You can um, use as much detail as you want. It's really interesting, I'm sure. Well, um, you know, like most people, I think who fall into like this, 
whatever it is we do this consciousness path whatever we want to call it yeah (laughs) there's some degree of suffering that gets you there I think it's like almost pivotal um and I was born really at a a moment where like my mum was uh my dad was having an affair my mum was like a workaholic she was not very happy and anyway I was born into this kind of like complete rift anyway and my mum very soon after that my dad left um and my mum was pretty much on her own she kind of yeah had to fend for herself and she was working all the time and I was a very fearful child I was scared of pretty much everything and I remember my mum she was um she was definitely an alcoholic look as I've looked back like you don't see it when you're a kid because she was very secretive but definitely I grew up with that and she did the best she could she was like the life and soul of like the town we lived in there was not anyone that could say a bad word about her but behind closed doors she was definitely in, in quite a bad way um but anyway I kind of grew up with that as my primary role model but I because she was working all the time because money was a real challenge for us we never had really any money I remember we lived on like in the UK we had these things called super noodles and like um these hot dogs in like brine I just remember we lived on that it was like horrible but I remember because she was working so much I got really attached to food and I became like very like food as my only comfort and I was all I was just like a not a normal child I was very away with the fairies and so anyway I kind of developed like I was a very big child and I definitely think I had some kind of emotional eating going on um but the only thing I would do and participate in was music you know I was a really gifted musician so I was like some weird child prodigy and I was like a massive overachiever but you know at home it was like the only way I got recognized so I kind of took on that role and when I got a bit older about 11 I remember feeling I got like a bit bullied because I was like, I was very overweight. I weighed more when I was 11 than I do now. Um, But I ended up going on like a diet and I just, it just got out of hand and I developed like a full blown anorexia by the time I was maybe 13, 14. Um, And it really got just to this point where I was just a bag of anxiety and depression and, you know all of the things and my mum had remarried by this point but the guy she was remarried to was very abusive um and that was hard like we lived in an abusive house so I would say my childhood was unhappy but not it was obviously (laughs) there was a purpose to it but when I was about 16 um, my mum passed away really quickly it was like in the space of a week she got like um pneumonia it was just something that wasn't too serious really but then she passed away and it changed everything like my sister I had to kind of look after her bring her up um my stepdad was really abusive and horrible and I ended up just uh, being kicked out for using the, the dishwasher it was just like he was really crazy um so in the end I was kind of living with relatives or living out my car and just I had gone from someone who had all these like, you know, I was on definitely on a path to do well. It obviously wasn't my actual purpose, but I was going to I was I started music college like a conservatoire to study my music singing. And I was so sick with my anorexia by this point that my mum would have never let me leave. You know, she's quite pushy, but I kind of left and then went to pursue personal training and just became like completely defined by me in disorder and just had no sense of, I just had, I was, I just look back and it's like a different person, you know, um, I was very insecure, never had any money, just, it was completely different. And so when I was, I was really sick, like with the hospital and things moving in and out with my eating disorder, I was, um, I was out working in Tenerife, I think, which is like a Canary Island in Spain. And I was out there working, teaching fitness. And I just taught this yoga class on the beach. And this kind of like, 
man in white floaty trousers came up to me and he was, he was not even joking this was like something so random and he said to me you need some healing and I was just like who is this mad crackhead like no and anyway something in me it was almost like that kind of divine intervention just was like oh, okay and so I had this Reiki treatment from this man and it was like at that moment like everything shifted I even remember you know Tenerife is like this sunny island but for days after there were storms and it was really weird weather and I felt totally different like something had really really shifted so it did change everything for me and I remember from that point on that I was like, okay, I don't know everything. There's lots I don't know. And then I kind of got more into a bit of meditation here and there. I got most into Reiki to begin with. And to be honest, I spent probably three or four years just spiritually bypassing and just putting on the hippie outfit, you know, just kind of taking on another identity, but not actually dealing with any of the stuff. And in that time, I did get into astrology, but I could never really understand it because my consciousness is so limited. And I'm not saying that, you know, the new age movement is like that. It just that's how it was for me. So in the end, when I I kind of started to I found a, a holistic, integrative psychotherapist, which is kind of what I'm training in now. It's like a long, long training, but um yeah she really saved my life she was the one person that looked at everything on a whole spiritual physical environmental mind body level she looked at everything and that was really my healing journey that kind of looked at all of the deep stuff and along the way was a lot of yoga and as I learned I learned a lot about somatic stuff um and then obviously I started to I was always really working silly jobs like five or six jobs or something um and started to move on my more entrepreneurial journey like okay what am I actually here to do um and then astrology as you know it just confirmed a lot of things for me so it started off as kind of like a a YouTube hobby and then it just became like I was obsessed with it all the time Um, and so I just found it was a great mode for like knowing how to still develop my consciousness like even more and kind of be the best that I could be um and to really just work on myself and understand why all my relationships were doomed you know why why I was a had terrible money issues and actually how to bring myself out of that so you know it's been like four years now (laughs) since I really um was out of the I would say like in a place where I was like okay things are good um and from that point on it's just been like growing 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 but definitely it was a a rough ride um especially losing my health like I really would say I lost everything um but yeah so how I kind of moved more just into astrology was really it was a natural progression I just ended up following the things I felt most passionate about because I just got to the point where if something didn't feel good unless it's like taxes or (laughs) my accounts or something then it's like okay it's not for me Mm -hmm. you know so yeah and then I just found like when I read astrology I was just really good at it so I just kept learning so that's kind of how I got to where I am uh it was a rough ride (laughs) but we got there yeah wow thank you so much for sharing all of that I feel like that's so helpful Mm. (laughs) that's so helpful for people to hear stories like yours um because when 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 we all like when every person goes through their journey of like of awakening to the consciousness that's in them you start to feel like you're crazy or like something is like yeah. like why is everything shifting so much and so hearing hearing your story I, I think is going to be so helpful thank you for sharing all of that <laughs> you're um, welcome <laughs> that's so powerful um I wanted to I wanted to touch on a couple of things. First, you said when you were a child, you said that you were away with the fairies all the time. And I wanted to ask, do you work with the fairies now today in your in your work? I don't like I'm quite, um, you know, I, I wish I was a bit more like that, but I am very somatic. Like 
I do get visions and things. The most things I get is like uh, I get a lot of like um, uh, what's the word? Like I get a lot of media and uh, mediumship stuff. Like I get mm-hmm. that's what I tend to get is spirits like always passed on. I don't ask for it or invite it, but it always seems to come. And oddly, like just spirit guides, but I'm not one of these who ask for specific entities I'm sure like I just think it's because I've never tapped into it like I'm like god there's enough going on without having to think about this that and the other um especially you know when I'm sending Reiki there's like so much going on um but away with the fairies I was just like in in just like my own planet I think it was because my real world was like so traumatic I was like I just didn't want to integrate and it was so much better to create like this alternative reality yeah. where everything was great and like I just made fantasy all the time which is good for defense mechanism I guess it is yeah no and I know that 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 is an expression too I just yeah, yeah. I can see fairy energy like as we're talking so <laughs> I was oh, just cool. curious if they specifically like um came through to you no but I mean I'm open to it when you go to I don't know if you've ever been to Glastonbury in the UK probably heard of it like you would like yeah. there it's it's very has that very um elvish kind of fairy vibe there very uh nature spirits yeah I haven't actually been there but I do need to I definitely want to go yeah you do big time <laughs> um and then I wanted to ask that uh, in terms of astrology, so when you started to really understand it, because I get what you mean when you said that it took until you really opened your awareness and consciousness to fully be able to grasp it, because I feel similarly, and I'm not an astrologer, like I don't read charts for people, but my understanding of astrology now is so much deeper than it was like a few years ago when I was just like, oh, okay. Okay. Here's what, I read. Here's what I understand online, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you said that your ast- understanding your astrology really helped you understand like your relationships and your money relationship and all of this. And I'm really curious, um, is that, well, two questions, I guess. One is that work you do with clients today when you're working with entrepreneurs, when you're working with people on their abundance. And two, like what's kind of the general area of the chart that you look at when you're doing that with people um, to find those, that kind of information? There's a lot. So as you know, with astrology, it's like, oh, it could be this and it could be this and it could be this, but there's, Mm -hmm. there's a load. So we're going to talk like strictly about finance. You would look, as you probably know, at the second house, you would look at the fifth, you would look at the 11th. Mm-hmm. If it was to do with like, um, and if this is going over people's heads, do people know the houses? Are they familiar with that? Most people who listen are pretty familiar with at least the basics of astrology. Okay. So like if cool. anyone isn't familiar as you're listening, you can pull up like your chart on astro.com or something and it will all be there and you can kind of look and yeah. see what we're talking about. <laughs> Yeah, so I have a whole webinar I did on this. It's like a four-hour webinar on just abundance and purpose and career. And I was like, I taught people at the very beginning quickly how to read their chart. But I was just like, there is so much. So in that webinar, there's like, and the things that I think we you can look at generally are any yoga, like any relationship between the first house ruler, the second house ruler, mm-hmm. the first house ruler, the fifth or the eighth or the 11th house ruler then you can look at um you can also look at the sixth house because it's second from the fifth so that would be money you make from the uh kind of your passions so if you're an artist or you had a small business kind of like what we do although it's not a small business it's still not a corporation like unless you're a limited company then that will be the 10th house so you that's where you can look at the sixth house so if you're more like into the healing stuff Mm -hmm. you can look at the 12th house as well because it's second from the 11th and 11th would be your online businesses uh big groups group coaching so those kind of things and you're looking at firstly what sign rules it but then you want to obviously look at what that house lord is doing. So say the second house ruler is like 
uh, Mars and he's placed in Taurus with a square or an opposition from Pluto, it's like, okay, this is going to be a bit of a challenge. Mm -hmm. Whereas if he's placed in Capricorn and he's got a trine from Saturn, like, and Saturn's placed in uh, Aries, then you know this is like, well, you're going to, it's a gift. Money's just going to come. But then you can also look at fixed stars, so these are like the royal stars mm-hmm. um they're big wealth stars you can also even look at just generally if you're like oh this is all much too much you could just start by looking at the condition of venus that's one of the most basic things and venus if you're born at night jupiter if you're born in the day mm-hmm. and the way to know that is if the sun is in houses 12 to 7 you were born in the day and if he's in six till twelve, uh, six, and what, if he's in houses one to six, you're born at night. So, if you're born at night, you would look at Venus and say, "Well, where is she? Is she happy there? Because you know what aspects does she have?" And if it's Jupiter and he in your day birth, you would say, "Well, where's Jupiter and where's he happy?" And they can just generally signify well how what's your abundance mindset how lucky are you with money um and you know it gets really deep because it's like where are they happy where are they sad what are they aspected by what's the relationship between those two planets you know so it gets pretty complex so I say if people just want to know look at the general condition of the second house look at the Venus the Jupiter that can generally tell you quite a bit. So, yeah, there's a lot that, there. <laughs> there is a lot there. Um, is your webinar available, like the replay for people to check out? Yeah, yeah, it's all available. So, because um, it was about a three and a half, four hour webinar, and then we break it down. Like, so it's, it's probably a bit better. And if someone knows astrology, that would get a lot more from it, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Because... And there's, it doesn't mean you're doomed. Like people sometimes think they're monetary doomed, but you can work with like anything in your astrology and um, you can use talismans, magic. You can even just work on your mindset around things because, right. you know. <laughs> the challenging aspects are just a place where you're here to, to learn and grow through it. Like it doesn't mean that it's, you're doomed. And I think that's definitely something that people get stuck in is, oh no, especially with money and relationships. Oh, I have yeah. challenging aspects. And it's like, no, it's yeah. okay. It just means, it just means that's where you're here to really work on your relationship to those things. Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And they, in, in Vedic, as you probably know, if there's an opposition, it's usually a, a yoga, which is actually good, can create money or it's a good thing. Like it's not always bad. And I think we forget that because we're so like, it's good or it's bad. <laughs> it's a good yes. aspect and a bad aspect. And it's like, well, we actually, forget about the gray area. <laughs> yeah. What about yeah. you are the shareholder and it's up to you to participate? <laughs> exactly. Um, I wanted to ask you about the fixed stars because I've been finding that so, so interesting. So what fixed stars um, are there like, I'm sure, well, I'm sure there are many, but are there a few, like two or three fixed stars that you've been really, that you really like to use that you find really helpful or in which ones if um, you can choose? <laughs> yeah, I always look at for wealth, if we're just going to look at wealth and like reputation and business success, because let's face it, you can go to like, you can go deep on the fixed stars. And um, I like to look at Antar. So there's the four, there's like a cross, Okay. The four royal stars, like Donald Trump has like really, they're really prominent in his chart, for example. (laughs) Um, So the first one is Antares. I believe I've got a list, but I always forget. It's about uh, early Sagittarius, late Scorpio, I think. Yeah. And then you've got, it's they're in basically Leo, Aquarius, Scorpio and Aquarius but they're just edgy because they've moved. So I think they're more like Pisces, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius now. So you can pull it up on astro.com if you go to the bottom and look, but you can just Google where is, and then it'll tell you. Um, But 
so the first one would be yeah Antares and that's one that if you have personal planets connected with it so just the sun the moon or like ascendant or midheaven the Antares is all about uh, occult knowledge power through mysticism and those things which you may or may not know uh, then you have that's these are the cliff notes versions okay <laughs> I got, love it yeah then you've got regulus which is late degrees leo but now it's moving it's to, more towards virgo so you might want to check that for you where your ascendant is because you might be quite close to that uh if you're a bit if you've got sun and kind of ascendant there and that's all about leadership fame it's a royal star they usually have some connection with royalty somewhere if they've got certain placements there Interesting. yeah and then you have former halt which is early degrees pisces late degrees aquarius former halt would be more if you have this mystic healing knowledge spiritual gifts those kind of things similar to chiron for me but it you know it's give or take and then you have uh which is the other one Antares. i know i'm missing one it's oh flipping it it's the one in gemini Antares. Alderbran. <laughs> i was like where is it Alderbran. so that one is a, a wealth it's a wealth star so usually the people that have this are gonna they're gonna if they've got a personal placement it doesn't even matter for some of these stars if they're like super homeless on the streets if they've got the placement they're going to make money it's just a case of when um so yeah wow. those are the four royal stars they say but there's loads more you know so many so i'm only just really getting into them um, when you like if you're looking at someone's chart for like their spiritual gifts like what would are there fixed stars you look at for that one for those for those I don't look even at fixed stars for that usually because like so the reason is I'm like if I can look at someone's chart and with the basics and tell them a lot usually I'm like you can tell them so much Mm -hmm. if I was with them for like weeks and weeks then we could start to tap into that um generally people just want to know more about business stuff and then the gifts I usually will look to where Neptune is placed. I'll also look where the South Node is. Like, but you could look at former halt. Mm-hmm. But the fixed stars and things, they only really are giving you gifts because everyone has them, right? Like, because they're in the sky. Right. It's whether there's something important conjunct. So you could look at Zosma. Okay. That's a good one. And there's one in Capricorn. Um, oh gosh, the name escapes me. There's one in Capricorn and it's, it's gone. Maybe it's Rigel or I would have to look. I've got a oh, list right. of them. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a list, but I'm not good at remembering the names of the stars. I'm, I, it's like my new thing I'm learning. Yeah, well, and there are also so many of them, so I get that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so interesting. So um, tell me about how you, or tell us how you work with, um, with your clients, with entrepreneurs. Cause I know you work with entrepreneurs, you work with abundance. I'd love to hear about how you decided to do that. Like what, what was your draw or what was the moment where you were like, okay, this is what I'm here to do, um, to yeah. do with people, at least right now, right. Everything. Cause I always yeah. say, oh, this is what I'm here to do right now. But you know, who knows six months, I could be six months from now, I could be, be doing something different, but yeah (laughs) what drew you to it and then how do you kind of like a uh the overview of how do you how do you do your work because it sounds really really interesting well it's like I started out doing astrology like I kind of went full-on into my astrology business as I would say my first real business that was like I'm gonna really nail this and that was like my goal um and I realized that everyone I was like in like my business group with and just lots of entrepreneurs I was like they are literally missing out on so much stuff that they could be making so much easier because they're all wondering like I think this feels right this feels good or I don't know when the best time to launch this is or you know not understanding where like they're like 
you know, wondering about should I do one-to-one and my group coaching? And it's like sometimes they're going like against the grain or they're picking like the worst days to launch something. And I do think that if someone's really in tune with their intuition, they can't get it wrong. But it was like, I realized that there was so much stuff that if they just saw their chart, they would be able to make quicker, maybe more, uh, more like, what's the word? Like they'd be more in their decision. They'd be, you know, they know that it was right. And And I realized that in the chart, you can see so much about someone's blockage to abundance. You can see just everything in the chart and, you know, how someone can think, you know, they just need to sign up more clients, but really the issue is related to like the mom. And you can see that so quick in the chart. So we can just like um, almost bullet point it and kind of be, be working on that straight away. And then, obviously the chart isn't enough what I was finding is early in my business you know I had a lot of clients for readings and then they would move into coaching clients and work with me with kind of like a six month and we would work deep into like the the Mm -hmm. trauma stuff and even just if it wasn't trauma it was just generally on whatever they were working with because there were so many layers you can pull back so then I was like with entrepreneurs they (laughs) definitely will benefit from this like billionaires use astrology like we me and my partner use financial astrology that's how we've made so much in cryptocurrency Mm -hmm. because we saw last year I looked ahead and was like we need to do this and now we even time everything with astrology and we always get it right it's because we know what we're doing and like we have the power of the planet so there's a saying millionaires use don't use astrology but billionaires do or something and but it's true and even the governments are using it whether people want to think it or not yeah Um, Yeah. but back to the entrepreneurs it was like when I worked with them like I was doing a few like clients with like more holistic kind of work on their business because they were kind of working through trauma but they would ask me business questions and I realized I was really like really enjoyed that and they really got a lot from it but then I was like the astrology has so much so I kind of blended it and then I realized that they need a bit more so in the session we'll spend a lot of time in their human design on their astrology but then we'll move into yes the actual pragmatics of their business because from that they'll be like yeah that feels like the right niche and then we'll move into like deeper work, whatever that is for that day, whether it's kind of Reiki or some kind of, som- it's usually somatic to release something that's just relevant. So it's kind of like a big deep dive that I do with entrepreneurs um, because that it's impactful, you know, it's kind of like a reading, but with, with bells and whistles on and, um, And because entrepreneurs need it, like they are the people usually that are conscious and they want to do the work, you know, they're not in it for like, oh, I just want to see what my planets say. They're like, right, how can I be the best I can be? And that's the clients that I love because they just just want to know and they're just ready. You know, you can't say if there's a challenge in their chart, they're just ready to do it. They're like, yeah, just tell me what to do. (laughs) Um, Which is great. And they're the clients I decided I want. Um, that was important for me to make that shift because I wanted to work I knew how powerful it was in my business like building to like a six-figure business from literally living out my car I was like oh okay I know what actually you need to do based on using everything and you know it's energetics because your business is an extension of you for sure Absolutely. Oh, that's so, so, so interesting. So resonant. I'm like, wow, this is amazing what you do. And it's what, it's what people need. And especially I do, I do agree. Like entrepreneurs are the ones who um, are conscious and are willing to do the work because that, and that's exactly, that makes, that makes so much sense that that's who you work with. Um, Because otherwise, like you're saying, someone might be like, oh my God, all these oppositions or challenges or (laughs) I can't, I can't handle that. Whereas um, someone who's really willing to dive into, okay, so I've had that opposition or I have this challenge and I can now look at 
okay, this is how it's played out in my life. And I don't want to do, I don't want to keep on with this pattern with it. Yeah. That's, that's where the really powerful transformation comes. So yeah. I mean, I definitely don't want to say like people who aren't entrepreneurs don't do it, but yes. it's like, it's very different th- because with the entrepreneurs, they're like, my business is me. Mm-hmm. I, I, they're not scared to like make an investment or, do you know what I mean and and like I say you know it doesn't the reason it's more like I'm working with more high level entrepreneurs is because actually a lot of it to have a successful business you can pull back to the basics you know like Mm -hmm. is your are you eating right what's your environment like are you supported at home you know how's your mind are you having reflection are you having positive input do you have a purpose like you can pull it back to the absolute basics when you start out and still do really well you know? Yes, absolutely. Um, well, that's, that's the most, that's, that's the most important part is yeah. going back to the basics. Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, oh, what was my question? <laughs> um, You're like me with baby brain. <laughs> yeah, but you have an excuse. I don't. <laughs> You have an excuse because I kind of interrupted you in my trail of thought. Oh, no, that's okay. Because it's, it's, uh, that was really important, I think, to say, because it's not just entrepreneurs who are willing to, to do that work. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, it's just, I know that's who you work with a lot, but um, yeah. oh, absolutely. There are a lot of people, there are more and more people um, who are interested in doing this kind of work, which I love, love to see. Yeah. Oh, human design. I wanted to ask you, what's your human design? I was going to ask you if you worked with that as well, or if you, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, a splenic projector. Oh, wow. No energy over here, guys. (laughs) And what's your profile? Uh, It's the hermit role model. So So it's it's like, is it 6'3"? 6'2". 6'2", maybe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I can see the projector. Well, that makes what sense. That? Yeah. What about you? I am a two-four sacral manifesting generator. I'm so jealous. Like everyone in me is like, I'm a manifesting generator. I'm like, oh. <laughs> my partner's a manifesting generator, and it's just like I can be around him, and I can't make clear decisions even about what I want to eat. Wow. Like wow. it's really weird. Like when I'm around too many people, like I really have noticed, like I do lose my scent. It's really weird. Like That's so interesting. Yeah. Strange. Most of, most of my family, well, like my nuclear family is three of them. Three of us are, are projectors. So both of my parents and my youngest sibling are projectors. And then wow. my older brother and I are both manifesting generators. And it's so interesting. Once I learned about human design of like, to see how the energy of my brother and I with our manifesting generatorness affects all of the projectors to have three projectors in a family is a lot (laughs) yeah it's crazy because like I never I don't know any projectors apart from like my closest friend Mm -hmm. because like she's an emotional projector and it's like we just get each other it's like I'm just like I can't talk I can't phone you tonight because I have no energy like it's literally yes. that simple whereas my partner's like what what do you mean like I'm like I just I can't there's no there's nothing left like when we want to do conscious couples time or whatever I'm like it needs to be in the morning because after that and I've been with clients and I love my job but, but like when when I'm done with clients when I'm done with my day of work I'm like all I have in me is Netflix and chill on a good day, it might be a Gaia, but that's all I've got left. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. Because, well, I think that's also the two in the profile. Because I have, I mean, I have the energy of with the MG, but because I have a two, um, I'm also like, by the end of my day, after I've worked with clients, after I've been around people, I'm like, I'm done. I can't talk to any more people. I need to yeah. be alone. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. So how long, um, how long have you been in business? When did you start your business? How long have you been doing this? Um, I had a lot of like terrible businesses, probably for the, not terrible, but they were just not the right thing. Um, 
and I've done like retreats and yoga. That's what started off in Reiki and sound healing. And I did that in my local area. But then last year, about it's about 18 months now that I've been in this business, like as in I've niche down and I remember when I started it I had I had to stop teaching yoga like about two years ago because I got really sick again projector I wasn't listening to the signs I got this horrendous uh, throat infection which led to like all my bones being poisoned and like oh my god like in a hospital with septic arthritis it was horrendous um but that's a whole nother story and so after that I got a job like in a coffee shop which is like my it's always my go-to like if it all goes wrong I'll go and work at the coffee shop and so it was fine for the time but I remember I just started getting sick again I thought okay it's time now uh, just to go full on in, into my business um, and I had my podcast and that but I had to at that time I really didn't know how to build a business so I invested in my business coach Mm -hmm. I sold I literally sold my car to pay for the course because that is how much cash I never had had bit but like yeah and then I I was then I really worked on my abundance like big time and from that point on it was just up and up and up and like yeah so it's probably been about it's over 18 months now but last year was the year that just changed everything like it was the year that I worked on my Venus I say mm-hmm. so I worked on my I healed my Hashimoto's I had like Hashimoto's thyroiditis which is like an autoimmune <laughs> I was like told I was infertile and all these things and I just was like no I'm gonna be pregnant <laughs> by August and I'm gonna build my business I'm gonna earn this much and I, it all happened but I'm a specific manifesto, so I just went, that's it. I'm just going to do it. <laughs> and that it did all happen. <laughs> that's so inspiring. Congratulations <laughs> on all of that. Wow. Yeah. I, I actually look back and, like, it was hard work. And I sometimes don't realize how, like, well I've done. Mm-hmm. And, like, but I kind of always kind of get what I want when I just decide it. Like, I manifested, like, a house in three weeks, like, this winter. And, and I just don't, I don't know if it's because sometimes I'm like, is it just because I know it's coming? And so intuitively I focus on it because I know it's coming somewhere in my being and actually I'm not manifesting it. It's actually that I'm aware it's coming. So I never know, but it's fine either way. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's so amazing. I, I, um, I'm a non-specific manifester. And so, oh. so I, I wish like sometimes I wish I was specific because I'm like I, I I want to just say I want this exactly like this but I'm just like oh I have to just let it be <laughs> it's a yeah it must be hard for you guys like because my partner's non-specific and he has to like with his money targets for like he'll put between this and between this but he always goes I want this and I'm like no mm-hmm. like you need to do it the other way but it's because I'm just like yeah I'm gonna have 20 people and all, like with the house I just said oh well if we're not going to go Costa Rica because that's our big plan but I was like okay. now we're pregnant it's probably not the best time <laughs> with everything that's going on so I was like okay I want this house in Himley and it had literally been sold like six months ago um which is our little village there's literally about 20 houses <laughs> not even that many I was like that's the house I want and he was like well it's just been sold so good luck and then literally two weeks later the house came up for sale and I was like thanks so well, it's just crazy that I am quite amazing. lucky is that so lucky. can you see that in your astrology chart too of like how you manifest do you look at that in astrology because yeah that's, that's really powerful your manifestation <laughs> yeah you can see so like it really depends where like Neptune is but it's like sometimes you know your chart ruler if it's in a trine mine's in a trine to neptune so that's you know really good or you know how easy a property matters for you like it's really easy in my chart um but like i also saw in my chart like this year i've got the grand conjunction happening in my place of property okay and home so that's all happening there and it's funny because yeah we've got it 
but you would not believe because Saturn's there and he's opposing my Jupiter, which is like my money and my sense of abundance. And honestly, it's been the it's you wouldn't believe the amount of stuff they want. Like they're checking us for money laundering, like because we look really bad on paper. So it's like, yes, it's coming. That's the Jupiter. It's like, here, here's your gift. And then Saturn's like, I'm going to make you work really hard. And it's like, <laughs> oh, and all the authorities Saturn looking at my money Jupiter like literally because it's an opposition and I'm just like oh god this is this is like it's a gift and I always try and see the gift but I'm just like it's meant to not be taking as long as it is and just think of everything that can go wrong has gone wrong with it (laughs) it's just ridiculous oh my god you know that's funny it's funny, but also like because yeah. you understand, you're like have the astrology, and you're like, oh, okay, I know why it's happening. <laughs> that makes it so yeah. much yeah. Um, easier to deal with, I can imagine in some in some respects. Um, yeah, we were we were asking for it though because we went to see it on a Mercury retrograde. Oh yeah, but it was <laughs> I was like, well, it's reassessing our home situation, and I mean, we didn't say yes until after okay it's still got us (laughs) well plus well and now we're just we just came out of another mercury retrograde now which um i'm so i'm glad about but how does mercury retrograde usually affect you i'm curious because i don't i don't find that it's awful but i definitely notice the communication just kind of gets a little iffy but i'm curious how you notice how you notice mercury retrograde in your life and when you're working with people um generally for me because the my houses that are ruled by mercury are the eighth and the eleventh so it it always always brings back and i've got actually got one person every time there's a retrograde i call it lazarus season because like coming back from the dead Uh he literally like appears i'm just like what every i could literally put my clock by it so i get this one person a few people pop back blast from the past i always get that but generally more for me, it's canceled plans. Everything just, I, so I never overbook my diary in a retrograde. Like I back up my computer before it. And just because the one we just had was like a Mercury retrograde on steroids. And like now we're going into Mercury and Pisces. It's not going to be retrograde, but literally it's the flooding energy and the accidents because it's in a square to Mars. And last night I remember thinking to myself, this is such like a pour water all over the laptop or drop you down your phone down the toilet energy. I was like, that is this energy. And then literally like half an hour later, my partner was like, I've dropped my phone down the toilet. No. Like, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> that so everyone who's listening, if it's still Mercury and Pisces, be careful. <laughs> oh, thank you for that. Honestly, thank you for that because that's my biggest fear is dropping water down my laptop. I already dropped my phone in the toilet. That happened to me yeah. a few years ago. It probably was a Mercury, Mercury retrograde and I wasn't aware of it at the time. <laughs> I had one of these days. I know what was going on. It was before astrology where I went to the supermarket, had my phone in my pocket, stood up from the, from the toilet. My phone dropped in the toilet. Then I was driving home and someone I drove into the back of someone and and then as I pulled around the road to get to my house I got out the car fell over I don't even know how fell over the curb and like broke my ankle and it was all in the space of an hour like what wow the hell <laughs> who knows who knows what was going on then terrible oh, so so funny because I I have things like that too I look back like before I was aware of astrology and I'm like what yeah. was going on <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny so though funny uh, oh my goodness well this has been such a fun conversation um and I would love for you to let everyone know where they can find you um how they can connect with you because I want everyone to know where they can where they can connect with you and and like I, I know I have a lot of people who follow um, Healing Intuitively who are working on their own businesses and want to figure out the best way to do that. And so how can they find you? How can they connect with you? 
Um, yeah, thank it's been it's gone really quick. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we've gone into some kind of like weird time lapse. Um, but yeah, people can connect with me. The best place to connect, and I love to chit chat to people and hear from them is is Instagram. Okay. Um, my Instagram is I am Cassie Aurora. It's fairly straightforward. Um, I am actually in the process of completely rebranding my whole everything and my website and I'm opening up a membership uh, called the soul gym which will be lots of astrology content so I'm very excited about that um and I do you know offer astrology school astrology basics so if people want to learn just how to read their chart they can do that in my astrology basics just a DIY course um and then my astrology school is if you really want to like learn to read and read and predict for people to a pretty good level uh, people can do that and it's like a eight week intensive it's pretty full on but that's kind of my offerings but they can also find my podcast modern goddess which you're gonna come on uh, in a couple of weeks so I'm really excited for that so yeah you the best place is Instagram because you know people can find everything from from there so yes yeah absolutely oh amazing well thank you Cassie so much for coming on this has been such a fun conversation and I've learned a lot because like I said I'm not an astrologer I'm just really interested in it and I've learned I'm gonna like go look up these royal stars yeah stuff so thank you so much this has been so fun you are welcome thank you for having me yes absolutely All right. Just wanted to jump in at the end here and say, I really hope you enjoyed that episode. I hope it was as fun for you to listen to as it was for us to chat as we were recording. And again, definitely make sure to connect with Cassie and listen into her podcast as well. And thank you all so much for being here and listening to the Healing Intuitively podcast. Um, I do want to let you know that my self-guided course healing inside out is available for enrollment right now um it includes three group sessions and one group attunement and normally i was going to have the cutoff be march 15th to sign up because the first group session is on march 25th but for all of you beautiful listeners of the podcast if you want to sign up within this week by Friday, um, which is the 19th. I had to check the date. (laughs) Um, If you sign up by then, you can still connect into the group sessions and get the group attunement. Um, Would love to have you there. It is completely self-guided. It's lifetime access to this course. It's exactly the quantum healing process I use in in sessions. So if you've been wanting to try out my process but haven't wanted to book a full session then this would be a great option it's exactly how I've healed myself so I really really encourage you to join us as we embark on the group aspect of this program um so otherwise I want to wish you all a beautiful week um I know I've taken a little bit of a break from releasing episodes it's been I think two or three weeks since I released an episode and I've just had a lot of a lot of stuff going on. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably seen I I had some very intentional work I was doing first and just needed to take a break from releasing anything. And then um, within the same weekend, my, um, my relationship with my partner of three and a half years ended and my my cat, um, who I've had since I was a little girl, I had to put her to sleep. Um, so it's just been a lot. So I appreciate your patience with more episodes. I definitely have more coming out. I have another one that I recorded before all of this craziness started, um, that I can't wait to release for you all to listen to as well. I just have to finish up, finish it up for you. Um, but yes, just wanted to give you a little update there definitely am coming back with more episodes. I have some great stuff planned and thank you again for being here and have a beautiful week.